What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Unbiased Football Talk. It's Ian with me as Mike, as always. What's going on, man? I'm good, man. I'm ready to talk some ball with you. Hey, but before we talk some ball, I do want to tell the people do who are listening to us, hey, if you guys do like what you hear, if you, you know, you're taking in what we're putting putting down, you know, uh, go ahead and uh, support us by going to anchor.fm backslash unbiased football talk slash support. Hey, any kind of support will be gladly taken and your and your constructive criticism is also greatly taken as well. So, yes, please we just, just let us know. We were just talking about constructive criticism. We, we, we love it. Yeah, definitely. I want to hear it. I want to be told that I'm an idiot. Right. Same here. Same here. I don't care. (laughs) And I I might make an idiot of myself in this episode. So, hey. That's all right. I'm looking forward to it. You know, James is our other partner. He always looks like an idiot. I mean, this dude was just telling Mike and I that he thinks that the Eagles are an NFC sleeper. Two years in a row. I mean, I'll (laughs) I'll give him the division because that division is garbage. But to to contend for the, like... For the NFC, yeah. I mean, I he mean, was maybe on. I'll, even... I'll give him this. He was on to something last year. They made the playoffs. They made the was... playoffs because the Vikings choked against Cooper Rush and Jared Goff. Right. That's the only reason they made the playoffs. <laughs> they kind of backed in. You're right. And and I mean, he was kind of on to something, I guess. So hey, I'll get him. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. He's been, until it's... He's been on the Eagles ever since he kept Miles Sanders over Amari, uh, Alvin Kamara three years ago, or three, two years ago, whatever it was. And Alvin Kamara was like RB2, and Miles Sanders was not even RB1 of the Eagles. <laughs> well, yeah, you know what? I made that mistake in fantasy football last year, too, by picking up uh, Miles Sanders. That won't happen again this year. I, I guarantee that. <clears throat> no, I would never do that, but... But yes, thank you for bringing that up. We always appreciate support, love uh, constructive criticism, or just criticism. Uh, Happy opening day, everybody. I mean, I know this is a football talk, but I'm a huge baseball fan. Love my Minnesota Twins. Carlos Correa makes more money than the entire Oakland A's payroll, which is outrageous. Uh, Good to have baseball back. Wasn't sure if we were going to have it before May, so this is amazing to see and uh you know it's crazy my son's birthday is tomorrow and it's his first birthday and the day that he was born last year obviously april 8th just like tomorrow but it was the twins home opener against the seattle mariners tomorrow is the opener against seattle mariners very nice kind of kind of cool little little fact about us but anyway back to football um so, I'm just going to let Mike go on a rant because I know it's coming. I've been seeing brewing in our text messages and on Facebook. So, Mike, what's yeah. up? Yeah. So, um, let me pull it up before I, I start talking, man. You know, because, you know, I, I definitely got plenty to say. Excuse the noise there. But, yeah, I'm going to pull up the list that was uh, made by um, CBS Sports' own Cody Benjamin. Uh Brilliant guy, right? Uh, regarding the 22, 2022 uh, division, the the season by quarterbacks, the ranking. Um, so, I mean, for the most part, the the rankings are pretty standard. You got the you at the top of the list for each division. You got Josh Allen, Matt Ryan in the AFC South now, Joe Burrow the AFC North, 
Aaron Rodgers at the NFC North, Dak Prescott, NFC East, Tom Brady in the NFC South, and Matt Stafford topping the NFC West. And you got the AFC West who, well, you got Patrick Mahomes, number one, Justin Herbert, number two, Russell Wilson, number three, and in dead last is is the savior himself, DC, Derek Carr. I'm going to take it you don't like this. You know, I don't like it, and I'm going to tell you why. Okay, I'll give Patrick Mahomes number one on this list. Okay, whatever, right? Tell me what tell me what Justin Herbert has done in the last two years that Derek Carr hasn't done. Hey, I'll even double down on it. What has Russell Wilson done in the last two years that Derek Carr hasn't? I know they, where you're going. <laughs> they both haven't made the damn playoffs in those two years. Derek Carr's been knocking on the playoffs for two years, and he's done it with le- way less talent around him. He did it with Zay Jones as his number one receiver. Hunter Renfro in the slot. He got it to him a hundred times. Half of the season last year, he was missing Darren Waller. And 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 for the last his whole career, let's just go his whole career. He's made, he's he's gotten receivers who end up leaving when they leave the Raiders, they do nothing, but he's gotten them paid to go somewhere else. He just got recently got Zay Jones paid a good amount of money with the Jaguars. But you know, let's look historically. You got Nelson Nelson Aguilar, he went to the, the Patriots, got really paid and did absolutely nothing. You had Michael Crabtree, who had a career res- resurgence with, with the Raiders when he did nothing with the 49ers. The same thing with uh, uh, the, uh, the the other receiver. I uh, can't think of his name. Uh, oh, man. Seth Roberts. Oh, man. I forgot about Seth Roberts. Seth Roberts, yeah. So he was with the Raiders, and he tore it up, and he was a... He was great with the Raiders, and he left the Raiders, got paid, and did absolutely nothing. Carr, for his entire career, has done so much with nothing, little to nothing. And the only quarterback I can really think that does something similar to that is Aaron Rodgers. On a yearly basis, he does very, uh, he does a lot with pretty much little to nothing. So, you know, the other problem with this is you, you say something like, Oh, Carr is the, the the worst quarterback in this division, right? And a casual sports fan will see that you're last in a in a rankings and be like, oh, so this guy is on the same tier as a Zach Wilson, a Mitchell Trubisky, a Davis Mills, a Jared Goff, a Daniel Jones, a Drew Locke, a Sam Darnold. Derek Carr is a top ten quarterback in this league. His ceiling is a top five quarterback in this league. So for anybody to be like, oh, he's the worst quarterback in this division is, is selling this guy short. He's not the worst anything. And you said it best. And I'll leave it to what you said. But, you know, one through four really doesn't matter. The fourth best, the worst quarterback in this league can win this division this year. I agree. So... You know, I'll leave it at that. I'll, I'll, I'll let you uh, add on to what you were going to say about the the, the rankings. Um, I think it's very unfair. I think Derek Carr is constantly on a yearly basis, has been given uh, a smear campaign on an annual basis, like, and people disrespect his name, and I think it's about time for it to stop here. You know, I what I said pre-show was that 
if you flip around those those standings and those rankings, I don't care because I would believe you that Russell Wilson's the best or that Derek Carr's the best or that Justin Herbert's the best or that Pat Mahomes is the best. Pat Mahomes is just a hot thing, and he's been the hot thing for the last few years. Um, cost them a lot of players because now they can't sign anybody yep. other than Juju. Right. <laughs> um, or like we talked about earlier, maybe a trade for Debo Samuel, but that's just reckless speculation at this point. Right. Uh, Justin Herbert's got an arm on him. He's got some really good receivers, Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. Uh, I mean, that's, I mean, what else do you want to say? I mean, Derek Carr has done a lot of things with nothing. He's had a very lackluster running game, run game his entire career. Josh Jacobs, his rookie season arguably should have been uh rookie of the year. Yep. We know how that goes though, but you know, since then it hasn't really been much. I mean, he split carries with, with um Chase Edmonds or it's um not Chase Edmonds, I'm sorry. It's Kenyon oh, Drake. Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake, yeah. Yeah. Um so he's done a lot with nothing and Russell Wilson's about to go into a team with stacked stacked team. Right. Um, especially at wide receiver. I mean, just even the bottom one, KJ Hamler, he's he's good. You know, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, who I think is going to be absolutely ridiculous this year. Um, good running backs, Javante Williams. They don't have Noah Fant anymore. He's in Seattle, but um, that's going to be great. So when I saw the list, I was looking through it. I'm like, oh, Mike's not going to like that. Me, personally, I didn't really care because... Kirk Cousins is the second best in that division in the NFC right. North. We all know that. However, I would flip flop Justin Fields and Jared Goff because I don't believe in Justin Fields at all. And you all yeah. know that. You all know that. Right. And, but, and you, yeah, I, I mean, I, I hear you, man. Uh, and, and then, like, you know, last point Derek Carr, right? He's fourth best in this division. So like, let, let's just say that the ranking didn't matter, right? Let's put Derek Carr in any other division, right? Let's look at this restless ranking. Let's put him in any other division. Derek Carr, fourth best quarterback, quote unquote, in the in this division. So let's go to the AFC East. He's right behind Josh Allen. He's in front of Mac Jones as much as people really want to, you know, kind of give Mac Jones the crown. I think he's overrated at this point. He shouldn't have made a Pro Bowl, but that's you know whatever. Carr should have been in that spot instead of Mac Jones. I put him second in the AFC East. AFC North, Joe Burrow, okay. Every he's the hot guy. You know, he's the young quarterback everybody's talking about right now. Okay, you can have the first spot. Lamar Jackson. Is he better than Derek Carr? As a quarterback. Let's you really think about it. Quarterback I mean, skill wise. I no, no he's not. <clears throat> Carr's second in that division. AFC South. Carr is definitely by far at this point of his career the number one quarterback in this in that division. Yeah, well, we all know how that division is. Right, Aaron Rodgers. Okay, AFC North. Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr. I, I would say Derek Carr is slightly above Kirk Cousins just because uh, accuracy. You know, uh, you know that, that it, it's it's pretty close. I would say it's pretty close, and I, I also think Kirk Cousins doesn't get enough credit he deserves. So. I'm, um, not a, I'm not a Kirk lover or a Kirk Crusader, so I don't care. Yeah, yeah, I'm I know. Get him an O line. Yeah, and, and you know what? I, I've I've told you this. Like, I think the two most disrespected quarterbacks in the league right now are Derek Carr and Kirk Cousins. 
So you you know how I feel about that one. Um, NFC NFC East is Derek Carr better than Dak Prescott? See, here's my point about Dak Prescott. I made this to a friend at work the other day. I said Kirk Cousins is better than Dak Prescott. You know why? Because the best ability is availability. Absolutely. And if you're gonna ask me if if Dak Prescott is better than than Derek Carr, I would say no because Dak Prescott is never available. I agree. I Let's agree. Let's be honest. And and Dak Prescott is going to get the benefit of the doubt. He's going to get the pub. He's going to get people talking about him because he has a star in his helmet. Let's just be yeah. honest with it. And he, he's the mobile quarterback and blah, blah, blah. Right. And, you know, that's that's just how it is. And, and, and you know, the the you got in the NFC West, okay, Matt Stafford, I think he's better than Kyler Murray, to be honest with you. I think Kyler Murray is... He's a dual it's threat. Again, people people love a, dual threats, you know. Kyler Murray's reached his ceiling. I believe so. I believe Lamar Jackson reached his ceiling. Mm. You know, I think if he if he can't overcome injuries, he's gonna be another Cam Newton down the line. Oof. So, you know, he, I can put Carr right behind Matt Stafford. You can argue that Carr, if given the Rams roster last year, he'd be winning a Super Bowl last year. So, you can argue that point. Tom Brady, well, he's the greatest of all time, right? I guess that's what we'll talk about. He's he's the winningest quarterback in the league. So I guess, you know, I guess it's sacrilegious to say that Derek Carr is better than Tom Brady. So I'll leave that one alone. But he'd probably be he'd be second in in that division. So at the very worst, in all those divisions, he's second. So really, in this division, the AFC West, it really doesn't matter about the rankings, like you said. So I do think it is pointless. Did it? I mean, <clears throat> they do this kind of stuff all the time. They do it every year. Uh, I mean, let's be honest. If Drew Locke was still the starting quarterback of the Denver Broncos, they would have put Derek Carr number three. It's just what they. It's just what they would have done. It's true. But did did they have Justin Herbert in front of Russell Wilson? Yes, which I also think is ridiculous too. Russell Wilson's a Hall of Famer. Let's not let's not joke around here, okay? He's been right. he's been running for his life the last few years. They have not had anything to protect him in, in, in Seattle. I think he's gonna look so much better this year. Um I know you don't like you don't wanna hear that you don't wanna hear that crap because AFC West, but it's true. It's true. They're gonna be and, he's gonna look much better. And you know what, you're right. And you're right. And I think what really got to me about this ranking is that they Cody Benjamin put Justin Herbert, an unproven it hasn't won anything, Justin Herbert in the second spot behind in front of a future hall of famer russell wilson and a Derek carr who pretty much beat him to get into the playoffs so you know it it, 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 yeah so it it, to me the 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 rankings is very biased against the raiders against i I don't know it it just seems like they, they they're so ready for these young quarterbacks to take over the league and i'm not ready yet i think Derek carr still has something to say about it Rookie of the year, the new hot thing. That's that's what they want to talk about. And Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, you know, Mac Jones. It's it's what everybody wants to see. So that's how I see it. And like I said, I, if you flipped it around a lot, I think Pat Mahomes is always going to be the number one for the rest of the time that he's there. It's just it's just how it's going to go. But that two, three, and four. I mean, you could put Derek Carr at number two, like I said, and I believe you. Yeah. You could put, it's just 
it is a pointless ranking. <laughs> it is. Yeah. You know, I it's bet get, you there's it, a lot of fans that didn't like it. Yeah, it's to get people like me pissed off and and, and talking, I guess. So, mission accomplished. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I couldn't care less about the NFC North ranking. I mean, am I really going to argue Kirk Cousins worse or better than uh, Aaron Rodgers? Like, come on now. I'm never going to, like, I'm a, I'm a middle guy when it comes to Kirk Cousins. Right. Statistically, he's fantastic. He's got one of the most accurate deep deep throws in the league. He's what is he third in passer rating of all time or something like that? It's ridiculous. Yeah. But yeah. I, I, he's not a leader. That's why I don't like him. But yeah. But uh, you finished with your rant? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm, I'm cooled off a little bit, but I still got some firepower for the rest of the show. All right, cool. Well, uh, you mentioned his name, but Tom Brady. Tom Brady has a new head coach, Todd Todd Bowles, Todd Bowles. I'm not, I can't remember how to pronounce his name. Uh, Bruce Arians has retired from coaching again, and now he's in the front office of Tampa Bay. Uh, how do you think this is going to go? I think uh, offensively, uh, same show, right? You got Yeah, it's the same show. Yeah, same show. You got uh, Byron Leftwich and Tom Brady kind of teaming up and running that offense. And I think, uh, I think now you'll see – Tom Brady kind of getting that uh, more free run and uh, free control of what he wants to do offensively since Bruce Arians isn't there. Um, and then Todd Bowles, he's a defensive guy. So, you know, that that defense is still going to be great. Um, I do want to address the, the whole Tom Brady getting rid of uh, uh, Bruce Arians thing. Uh, that was kind of a load of crap. Um, they, there was a press conference and Brady was sitting next to him and was like, hey, I don't know what people are talking about with all this. And um, I, I, you know, um, he just was like, I don't get it. I don't get it. And Tom Brady's kind of getting a raw deal. They're kind of giving him the LeBron treatment, you know, saying that he kind of kicked the coach out and is kind of doing what he wants. And he, he has free control of the franchise. And if that is the case, man, I mean, it's Tom Brady, I guess, you know, we're, he's, 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 he's Tom Brady. So you kind of have to give him some, you know, kind of the keys to the city, right? You, you kind of have to give him some, especially if you're going to try to bring him back and, and get him, you know, try to persuade him to come back for one more run. You kind of have to give him what he wants. But in this case, I don't, I don't think that uh, him and, and uh, Bruce Arians had a problem. I think what the issue was, was that Bruce Arians, he, I think he, it was ready for him to pass down and let other people shine. I think that's what, what he wanted to do. Bruce Arians isn't the youngest coach in the world. So, and then I think it was time to give uh, the next person up a, a chance. And, you know, I, I, I good luck to Bowles. Um, he gets a second chance because, I mean, he didn't do great with the Jets. So, you know, what better chance than the, than the Bucks, right? <laughs> you know, so, you know, good luck to him and, and good luck to Brady. Hopefully in this, this is his last year. I think I'm, I can speak for everybody and say I'm pretty sick and tired of seeing Tom Brady. Again, I don't care about Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, that's because I don't, I wasn't, I'm not a Raiders fan. Don't know anything about the tug rule, but right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think this is a great opportunity for Todd Bowles. He didn't. He was. He got the raw deal in New in New York and. He's got a much better chance to succeed here in Tampa Bay, so that's cool. As far as Bruce Arians goes, I mean, I don't know. Did Tom Brady does it have something to do with Tom Brady? Maybe, but I mean, 
the LeBron treatment, yeah. I mean, he just ruined the Lakers. I mean, oh man, you know, yeah. I don't really have an opinion on this to be honest. I, I don't. Uh, it just it doesn't seem right. It feels a little funny, but came out of nowhere. All of a sudden, you're getting ESPN notifications on your phone that Bruce Arians is retiring and Todd Bowles is taking over. It's like, okay, what? It, yeah, I agree. It, it smells funny. It does. And I don't know if the uh, press conference was staged. I don't know. I, I have no idea, but it wouldn't surprise me if it was. It it, it smells funny. It still it really does. Um, but this is Brady's last year. I mean, I, I would say maybe he might go to another team next year. Maybe the Dolphins. They've been talking about him going to the Dolphins. Maybe next year, that's his next destination. But uh, as far as this year goes, <laughs> it, it smells funny. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, this this gives Todd Bowles a, a second chance at uh, head coaching and uh, possibly Byron Leftwich um, an audition for a head coaching job in the future. So, you know, good luck to him and the Bucks. Yeah, he's going to be a head coach. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, absolutely. But, so, let's talk about the Buffalo Bills and some more wide receiver money. Stephon Diggs agreed to an extension, four-year extension. Uh, what was it, $100 million, uh, $70 million guaranteed, something crazy like that. Uh, so, there's a lot of... A lot of the things that were being put out on Twitter that he was being all cryptic again, like he was with the Vikings. Like, I don't want anything to do with Stephon Diggs. Yeah. Like, I, he was a fantastic receiver. He gave me probably the best Vikings memory of all time with the Minneapolis Miracle. But, man, he is such a diva. And don't yeah. even try to, don't even, no one comment tell me he's not a diva. All this winking stuff and all these stupid freaking text messages or uh, tweets and things like that and deleting them. And, dude. You're going to get paid, okay? Freaking, um, what's his name? Uh, Rondale Moore, not Rondale, I'm sorry, the other one, the one that went to, uh, Christian Jackson. Kirk. Christian Kirk. You knew you were going to get paid the, the minute that Christian Kirk signed that contract, okay? Yeah. You stop with the cryptic stuff. Buffalo wants you. They traded away everything to get you. They gave the Vikings Justin Jefferson, you right. know? Um, I just don't get it. But as far as the state of the Buffalo Bills go, they're probably the they're probably the favorite to go to the the Super Bowl. To, I would say for so. the AFC. Uh, let's be honest. I agree. And uh, to me, I'm I'm even going even further with this one, man. This solidifies the Bills as the premier franchise in the NFL. Now, yeah, I mean you're you're not wrong. It's just. I hate the the freaking cryptic nonsense of right. NFL players. Right, and 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 I think Diggs, uh, Stephon Diggs, it was he he was starting early. I mean, he was uh, texting his uh, not texting, he was tweeting his brother saying that you know he would love to play with them and you know getting people talking like, oh, could he go to the Cowboys? Like, which was was definitely not going to happen. But you know, he wanted to get paid, so he was going to do what he had to do. To, you know kind of get some eyes opening in the front office and i guess mission accomplished i guess him being a diva paid off and whatever you know but as far as the bills bills go right they're the favorite to win the super bowl i think they're the best team in the afc possibly the best team in the nfl um premier franchise uh it reminds me of the 90s when the patriots were kind of uh in the in the basement kind of irrelevant and then 
Robert Kraft came in and and bought the Patriots, and then Tom Brady came along, and uh, that that franchise uh, became uh, the franchise that we know today, billion dollar franchise, one of the top franchises in all the sports. I see the fu- in the future. I see the Bills doing the same thing. Now I say that because uh, there was a report saying that the Bills are building an open, an open of uh, an open dome stadium oh, in yeah. Buffalo for, uh, in 2026, and that the city of Buffalo is going to pay for it. Now this is perfect, <laughs> taxes wise, right? And right. Uh, oh yeah, they're going to pay for it. Yeah, and and. This is perfect timing for the, for the front office. I think they were smart with this business-wise because if this was 10 years ago when they were playing home games in Toronto, what do you do you think the city of Buffalo was going to back this when they were yeah. winning 8 to 9 games every year or probably at the bottom of the the barrel when nobody really was caring and how, you know, they were irrelevant for years until they got Josh Allen? I mean, I I don't think this move would ever happen and they they popped it on the city of Buffalo at the right time. Who's hungry for a winner? Who's hungry for a Super Bowl? And this is the right time to do it. Hey, you want you want the Buffalo Bills to stay here? You want to celebrate a Super Bowl? We're trying to get a stadium here. Fund this stadium for us. Right. I think it was a perfect time for them. And I think that uh, in the next few years, you're going to see the Buffalo Bills kind of get that similar treatment as the Patriots did. Maybe not Super Bowls, as many Super Bowls. But, hey, you might see them win one. You might see them go to two. You never know. And they're going to get that. Not, hopefully they don't lose four in a row again. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, by 2026, they might already have had a Super Bowl. And, it, you know, there's going to be the premier go-to spot to play. And, um, yeah, that's yeah, good for the Bills in that one. Good for the front office. <clears throat> yeah, they're they're definitely building something crazy up there in Buffalo. And this this wide receiver market scares me. Absolutely. The reason the reason I say that is because I have a guy named Justin Jefferson on my favorite team. They are yeah. gonna have to pay Justin Jefferson an outrageous. I saw a tweet that said uh, the amount of money that Justin Jefferson is gonna get hasn't been printed yet. No, <laughs> <laughs> he is gonna get paid. It is going to be the most ridiculous contract ever. Oh yeah, you're looking at something at thirty-five million. I would say. At this point, maybe thirty-five million. But I mean, let's add another one to that list. What is Cooper Cup going to get? He's getting paid about fifteen million a year right now, and the and the Rams are getting off easy. You know, Dallas is going to have to pay CD. I yeah, mean, he's he's not you know he's not Jefferson or anything like that. But he's he's going to get paid, and they don't have the money. And uh, there's there's a lot of guys out there that are going to get paid after after Christian Kirk just started this right damn you jacksonville always jacksonville screwing something up right and then you know jacksonville they have to overpay for guys to get over there too so that just messed up the market big time and i mean this is the start of uh big paychecks and 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 for the teams that did pay these receivers good timing because it's only gonna get it's only gonna get steeper to get these for real the vikings are gonna have to overpay immensely yeah. They're gonna be in cap hell for their next five years. Like they're already in cap hell this year and next year. Yeah. After next year, it's over. Yep. Um, but speaking of wide receivers, Devontae Parker, like I said, he got traded, called it, didn't call the correct team. I said the Eagles. I thought the Eagles should have tried something for him. He's a proven receiver. He's done it. He's looked very good with not very good quarterbacks. 
So he was traded to the New England Patriots. He's going to be throwing the ball by Mac Jones and good old Billy Belichick over there. Uh, what are your thoughts on this trade? I think it was a good trade for both sides. Now I do too. You know, I uh, we're we're not going to see we're not going to see the outcome of uh, how this this trade turn out for another couple of years or so. But you know, I'm going to give Dolphins the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to give the Dolphins the 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 advantage on this just solely off the moves that they've been making the last let's say two or three seasons right they've they've done nothing but brilliance as far as 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 turning draft picks and they've been playing flip this house with draft picks and flipping them into something special right let's just go over what the dolphins did with a number three pick the dolphins and this is this i gotta give credit to uh, the game day NFL on Twitter, right? They, this they they posted the Dolphins really turned the number three pick last season into Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill, and a 2023 first. In 2021, the Dolphins trade the number three pick to San Francisco for the number 12 pick, a third and a first in 2022 and 2023. And then in 2022, they trade San Francisco's pick that they got to the Chiefs for Tyreek Hill and. In 2023, they traded. Uh, they they have uh, San Francisco's first round pick. Flip this house, man. They they really flipped that organization upside down and turned it into uh, a team that has potential to win and a team that people are talking about again. So you know, I'm gonna give the Dolphins the benefit of the doubt of this one. I think they're gonna shock some guys this year, um, similar to what the 49ers did last year. I'm a big uh, I'm not saying I'm a big Dolphins fan, but I, I'm big on seeing them uh, be successful. If I had to put some cash on it as a, as a dark horse to get to the Super Bowl, I'll do it. I'll put a little bit on it. You know, big payday. Why not? The Dolphins are good, man. Like I said, man, they were you last couple episodes ago, whatever it was, they were in my my top team for free free agency in this offseason. They they were ridiculous. I mean, they shored up the O-line. They got some receivers. They got a ton of speed at running back. Uh, of course, this all is banking on the fact that Tua is going to be, you know, serviceable. Right. Now, is it going to be Tua's best year of his career? Yeah, but that's not very... Does it say much that it's going to be the best of his career? Yet... You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm rooting for them. I, I hope they beat the Bills. I hope that they beat, they win the division. Just let's be honest. I mean, yeah. definitely look right off the bat. I'd say definitely wild card for sure. Yeah, and I mean, hey, they but can it, compete. They can compete with the Bills. They really I don't know can. The thing is, the AFC is so stacked. It's like, yeah, you could probably call it, but maybe, maybe the entire AFC West is going to get in the playoffs. So there's your, there's your wild card spots right there. <laughs> right, that's true. That's true. It's, it might take for the rest of the 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 AFC to win that division to get in the playoffs. And I mean, I would say that the the Dolphins, if they if they bring it on defense, they do have enough firepower. They do have enough weapons to make it happen and win that division. Um, the Bills, yeah, they look like the premier team, but we've seen disappointments before in the NFL. We've seen it year after year that teams don't deliver when everybody expecting expects them to. So. Why not the Dolphins, right? Yeah, I like it. I like it. But uh, let's talk about a player, a certain NF, former NFL player that played for every single team in that division, the AFC East, <laughs> except for the New England Patriots. Frank the Tank Gore has retired. 
Uh, and I think it's amazing. I'm glad, you know, I'm not glad he retired because he is, you know, future Hall of Famer, third most rushing yards ever. It's crazy that he has 1,600 yards even. Yeah, 16,000 on a dot, or, right? Did I say 1,600? My bad. Yeah, 16,000. Yeah. <laughs> 16,000 yards on a dot is ridiculous. Yeah, and you know what, man? Big props to, to Frank Gore. Congratulations on the retirement. Um one thing that really surprises me about his 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 uh his career is that he was he was drafted in 2005 which i was in high school when he got drafted i'm 35 years old now um (laughs) so that just shows his longevity of his career he did it with two torn acls in college and continued his career after that usually an acl in most cases will end a, a running back's career but no this guy kept it going and uh the the guy the 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 place he got drafted the four running backs that was uh, ahead of him he damn near uh outgained him he missed the he missed it by like 100 yards the four uh running backs that were uh before him they yeah, combined have, for like 16,100 some yards and I got he it had right 16,000 the five running backs taken I was going to point this out too I saved this tweet from Adam Schefter the yeah. five running backs taken before Frank Gore in the 2005 NFL Draft. Ronnie Brown had 5,391 yards. Cedric Benson, 6,017 yards. Cadillac Williams, 4,038 yards. J.J. Arrington, now that's embarrassing, 654 yeah. yards. And this one guy named Eric Shelton, who had 23 total yards rushing. Combine that all together, 16,123 Frank Gore ran for 1,600 in his third all-time. That is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, it's it just shows what kind of uh, running back he is. And you know what, man? He didn't win a Super Bowl, but you know what? I'm putting him in the Hall of Fame. I wouldn't oh, say first ballot. Yeah, he's going in the Hall of Fame, man. And, and, and we'll never see a running back um, match that longevity, match his his uh, his grit. I mean, we, we're ready to get rid of running backs by before they even turn 30 at this point. So, um that was a different class. It was. LaDainian Tomlinson, Frank Gore, Adrian Peterson, those were different. They were yeah. true. Well, I won't say that LaDainian Tomlinson was a true running back because he threw a lot and he caught a lot of passes. Frank Gore and Adrian Peterson were true running backs. They didn't catch yeah. the ball. They didn't do screens. Yeah. You know, they ran at you, around you, past you, through you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a different breed these days. Now you got to be a pass-catching running back, you know, Dalvin Cook or or running backs like that, you know, Alvin Kamara, Aaron Jones, things like that. Yeah, that, that style of running back is usually a, a change-of-pace kind of running back that gets maybe maybe 10 carries at the most in this, in, in this, uh, this age of football. So, you know, back in the day, those were the guys that were carrying you to wins. Those were your your workhorses, your bell cow running backs, all down twenty five to thirty carries a game, and we, we just don't see that anymore. And I think it's because running backs are just uh, they're a dime a dozen, and in the passing game, you gotta just do more than run the ball. So, you know, that's that's how I see it. Yeah, can't can't play. I mean, unless you're, I mean, Derrick Henry makes Ryan Tannehill look pretty damn good because he does get thirty carries a game, but Derrick Henry. Right. Derrick Henry's different too, but now he's 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 probably on the decline. I mean, he's injured a lot, and yeah, we'll see, we'll yeah. see. But that's all I got on the list for tonight, Mike. You got any last points you want to make? 
Uh, so there was a breaking, uh, some breaking news, a bit of breaking news. So I know that there was a uh, uh, Brandon Cooks um, um, rumors out there. He was getting traded to here, there, or wherever. Uh, turns out that he just signed a two-year deal with the Houston Texans, uh, and he got paid. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I can pull that up if you don't pull it up before me. I, I, I saw it. Earlier. To be honest with you, I haven't seen it. Yeah, um, let me find it. Let me find it. Yeah, he, so he he he's got he signed on with a two uh, for a two year deal. So it looks like um, Brandon Cooks is here to uh, stay in uh, in Houston. So there you go. Hmm. Let me see what it is. It uh, he yep. It says uh, Brandon Cooks has agreed to a two year extension with the Texans per source, and this is coming from Adam Schefter. So this is pretty legit. Uh, Brandon Cooks staying with the Texans. That's good. A good receiver for my boy, future All Pro Davis Mills. <laughs> Stop laughing at me, you and James. I'm telling you, Davis Mills. I might be the only person in the world that believes in him, other than himself. Hopefully, I'm telling you, there's something special about Davis Mills. All right, man. Stay tuned on that one. But yeah, uh, next episode uh, we're gonna do the we're gonna do the the projection for uh, the the draft mock draft eleven through twenty. Yeah, I I would would have done it tonight, but man, I have not redone my mock draft since the Eagles and Saints made that trade. So I gotta figure out what wide receiver the Eagles are gonna mess up and draft this year because you know <laughs> it's the yearly thing. Right, right. How do you take? Our Sega Whiteside over DK Metcalf and Jalen Rager over Justin Jefferson. Baffles me, man. Baffles me. <laughs> and if you tell me right now, oh, we didn't know DK Metcalf was going to be a beast. The signs are right there, man. All in your face, what? man. Yeah. Hey. That's just an Eagles fan talking nonsense. But all right. Well, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Unbiased Football Talk. Like Mike said. Please, if you want to support, go to anchor.fm slash unbiasedfootballtalk slash support. That'd be great. Even as little as 99 cents a month. Uh, it helps out. But um, thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you guys next time.